Hello all, uh, welcome to another episode of Direct Shift Stories. Today's um, episode or today's story is going to be amazing. We have uh, great speakers um, who are there with us. In fact, uh, Sherry is one of our guests and we have our team at Direct Shifts who is going to um, talk in detail about what this is uh, in short. Uh, I would say that if you love your health, uh, if you are mindful about what you are uh, consuming on a daily basis, not only for physical, mental, spiritual health, you should be listening to this conversation. Do share in your feedback or leave your uh, questions in the comment section. Uh, over to you, team. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry, for accepting our invite. Um, over to you, Bhairavi. Thank you. Hi, Sherry. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. So how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm excited about this. <laughs> yes, so are we. So um, why don't you tell us more about what you do, your integrative health practice in general? Yes, I like to call myself holistic health coach, and I'm also functional practitioner. I um, also have been a nurse for a very long time. I, I, I'm still practicing. So I help busy professionals who want to increase their energy, be more productive, uh, lose weight, uh, be fit, or uh, prevent um, further disease. Right, right. So uh, do you, uh, Sneha? So uh, could you tell us more about uh, like, uh, uh, so do you perform in health, uh, so in person uh, sessions or do you conduct teletherapy sessions as well? Uh, so that, that's our question. Prefer and the merits and demerits of each. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, hear part of the questions. A uh, question. Which, uh, do you conduct uh, in person sessions or uh, uh, tele, uh, tele or do you and which one do you prefer okay okay um yeah i always preferred a one-to-one -one, uh connection connection with people so i used to see people in the office uh but since COVID started i was able to transition online so everything happens in zoom but at some point hopefully in future um if uh, life goes back to normal maybe we'll go um, uh, back to office again i have home office for now Speaking of COVID, so um, for the past one year, I think most of us have been staying indoors mostly, right? So there has been an increase in the number of uh, hypertension, diabetes, um, depression uh, uh, cases, right? So um, what do you think is, uh, uh, where, where do you think they're fundamentally going wrong? Is it with our lifestyle? Is it with our habits? What do you see, what do you observe as a health coach? Good. Uh, good question. Yeah, I see a lot of uncertainty and fear. Uh, people are scared, and uh, there is a huge change in, in lifestyle in your everybody's daily lifestyle. So, also, uh, some people were able to manage to find a new lifestyle to figure out, let's say, if they're not going to the gym, what's the next plan, right? That was the issue specifically last year. Um, or, you know, how to um, um, start a new lifestyle. And some people are having issue and just um, um, staying in that state, state of mind that it's not available or it's scary. In So I think generally uh, it's the mindset. It's the way they react to what's going on. It's usually not uh, what's happening, but how you react to it. So that can actually help you uh, change your life for better. Right. So, but like what if instead of like what we do and what are the some things that we can do to stay healthy? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, good question. Some of the things that um, uh, just anybody can do is just be active if it's not um, let's say one hour or regular workout or it's a, just a walk um, so or um, eating whole foods um, uh, food is could be issue the way people eat especially with uh, fear uncertainty um, um, uh, increased amount of anxiety people start snacking drink there was a lot of drinking alcohol involved there was a lot of um, 
um, domestic abuse involved. So just eating, uh, yeah, I went too far. I was only talking about food. So eating whole foods, just whole foods that could be really helpful um, and eliminate as much processed foods as possible and meditate and uh, yeah, also uh, spirituality. So you have to take care of your body and your mind as well. And you have to meditate in order to be able to move on to get out of this uh, state. So those are some simple things that anybody can do. And like in the past, everybody, everyone's been filing on stuff. So how do we like uh, avoid that weight uh, gain? Like, you know, we always, all of us are home at indoors. Keep that weight off. Plus one on that question. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get, I, you're breaking up. And what, can you repeat the question, please? Uh, it, during the pandemic, we've all been piling on the power. And, uh, you know, and we're all indoors. We can't go out anymore. So how do we lose weight or maintain the weight, uh, you know, even when we're always indoors? Yes. Okay. I mean, um, it's so there's so much available in nowadays. Good question. So we start with the mindset, right? So first you have to be open to adopt a new lifestyle. You have to accept that there are other availabilities just because old lifestyle is not available. It doesn't mean there is so, not, no solution. There is always solution. So first accept that there is something that you can do. And even if it's, um, even if it's small step, let's say if you spend um, 10 minutes or 15 minutes exercising at home using, uh, there's so many free online sources. It could be YouTube or there is um, uh, uh, online sources that, uh, you know, provide um, all, all types of exercises um, that you can be membership. Uh, you can be a member and um, use it regularly. Um, I mean, um, I guess that activity is the first because since you mentioned um, how to do it when people are stuck at home, uh, that activity is issue. And then continue eating well, you know, instead of uh, the, because that can be cause a lot of anxiety, staying home, not being able to leave. So be able to manage the anxiety and um, um, uh, yeah, eat well as well. So, um, Sherry, you mentioned that you were uh, a nurse for a long time, right? Uh, 30 years, if I'm not wrong, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and you served in the ER. Yes. You served in the ER, yes, but yeah, the, uh, currently in ER. Right. So, could you tell us more about your experience in the ER? I mean, being in the ER, you must have had some sort of powerful experience that might have. Uh, you know, transformed you in some way or that you might carry with you to this day? Something that you can share with us here? Yes, uh, definitely. It was my experience that actually led me to what I do today, holistic health. Uh, so what happened was I saw people getting sicker and sicker and um, just started thinking that there has to be other solution other than uh, just medicine. So I started watching um about um holistic health a holistic nursing uh and and then um and what i realized was at that time that once people are getting um sick and they have diagnosis and uh, they keep adding more diagnosis and just taking pills is not enough it's it's a way to maintain life but the quality of life is not there um, so what that told me is the prevention is the best um, so um, that's why I uh, went into holistic health uh, to help people prevent and uh, instead of getting sick and, um, you know, not being able to get out of it. So that right. was, yeah. But um, so, so you mean to say that uh, you were more motivated by the, by being able to prevent people from getting sick rather than seeing yeah. them yeah, but I mean chronic disease. Uh, it can start from diabetes, blood pressure, but uh, and then people start taking medication, and then medication have side effects, and then start developing 
um, other disease because of the side effects and um, other conditions, and then it goes on and on and on. Um, but in functional medicine, actually, uh, the, uh, where I end up training after nursing, uh, we treat the root cause. So that's possible possibility as well. Um, so this way, uh, it, whatever is going on, let's say diabetes, high blood pressure, those things are reversible as opposed to just taking pills for rest of your life. Right. And what would some of those healthy choices be to reverse such conditions, as an example? Okay. Um, so number one, actually, uh, many things can be prevented uh, about, um, uh, with lifestyle, with nutrition and lifestyle. So those are very two major things. But uh, I recommend people to work with someone in order to get there as opposed to, so you have to be able to work with practitioner or a doctor or holistic health coach to get there. So it takes work, but there are many things that can be uh, reversed naturally. Right. right. Basically food and lifestyle is just the way you live uh, because uh, we treat people as a whole. Um, so just to give you a little more um, just eating, eating good food, healthy food is important, but it's not enough. Uh, sleep is important, right? That affects uh, other areas, of, uh, all other areas of life. Um, like, say, for example, um, uh, exercise, sleep, exercise, or um, even environment. Sometimes people could be toxic environment or people um, I work with or where I work in the hospital. It's high stress area, so that stress level also affects. So um, all of those areas needs to be addressed um, so that people can have go back to normal life. So that will give them possibility to reverse. Yeah, Sherry, I have a quick question. Um, I have a quick question. Thank you, Bhairavi. Thank you, Sneha. Um, now that you brought sleep into the conversation, um, there are many um, um, healthcare executives, there are many clinicians who are having sleepless nights um, due to the, uh, you can call it burnout, you can call it stress because of people working in double, triple shifts. Um, sleep is very important. Uh, and this, uh, this brings me a recent conversation uh, about a chat which I had with one of our guests as well. Many people don't give importance to sleep. They think that they can just gulp uh, ice cold coffee to do another double shift or go for another locum shop. Now at Direct Shifts, we are a staffing agency where we connect clinicians to employers. At the same time, we do uh, have lots of uh, uh, hospitals or we do help um, other hospitals with the staffing needs. Uh, so how should healthcare executives manage their sleep? Because we do have choices when it comes to picking what we eat for breakfast, what we eat for lunch, what we eat for dinner, snacks. But when it comes to sleep, it's not in our calendar. Uh, what's your advice for healthcare executives or for all the nurse practitioners who are uh, struggling hard uh, for therapists, counselors, psychologists? We know that sleep is very important. But what's your advice to people out there which is not we, where sleep is not in their schedule because the food also impacts the sleep, the kind of food, the caffeine. What's your advice for people uh, to give, uh, for giving more importance to sleep with yeah. in terms of health and nutrition because exercise also can impact sleep. So just let us know your thoughts about that. Yeah, so importance is very high. Just like I mentioned, all, all of those other areas, is sleep is very important. And you're right, uh, many people tend to ignore because they are trying to make their day longer or uh, you know they think they can be more productive, but it works against them because not sleeping uh, is causing um, higher stress level. So there is cortisol level is high. So um, often what happens is uh, people end up um, having sugar cravings, salt cravings, and things like that. So that, uh, uh, you know, they start sna snacking on unhealthy, unhealthy food. Um, wow. Or, yeah, and, uh, or they'll start feeling tired because they didn't get sleep, right? Their body did not enough, um, have, did not have enough time to 
uh, rest. You know, that sleep is to uh, there uh, for reason, and you need to give your body a rest so you can actually start with fresh energy in the morning. So not have uh, people start feeling tired and they start drinking coffee or sugary drinks or soda and things like that, and they're covering it. And some sometimes they may not even realize why they are doing it until it becomes a, a real problem. So be, uh, people become fatigued or uh, something that we call is also adrenal fatigue. So adrenal glands basically um, are giving up, not able to work. Uh, so those are many problems that could, uh, could be caused just by sleep. It's really important to be aware and find that time. There is always time. It, it depends how you uh, break up, how you schedule your day. You can schedule the um, your sleep, even if it's not eight hours, uh, maybe six hours, seven hours. Um, um, everybody's different, but I noticed many uh, night shift workers, they sleep, uh, like you mentioned, uh, they skip um, most of their sleep. They will sleep four hours, three hours, or five hours, which probably um, causes a lot of problems, a lot of stress, and... Uh, uh, further problems in their life. Thank you, Sherry. Uh, so thank you for bringing up that because many people uh, due to the post-pandemic world, again, everybody working in the remote workspaces, everybody working from their home offices, um, probably they sleep next to their computers or probably hit the bed next. But this is very important. Uh, thank you so much for sharing the insights because lack of sleep, I didn't know that this would also help us uh, probably crave for salt intake or uh, yeah. caffeine intake and all. Thank you. Um, by the way, over to you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Of course, my pleasure. Um, Sneha, over to you, I guess. Probably uh, by the way, can you? Yeah. So I have a question. Uh, we, our body lines are interconnected, right? So when, uh, and it's a problem for many people I know. It's like uh, when you're anxious or you're emotional about something, uh, people turn to food like for comfort, especially in terms of in times where we can't turn to other people. So how do we deal with that emotion? So that we can manage and take because emotional eating is Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Uh, so you're asking about food and anxiety, right? Emotional eating. What was the question? What was the question? How do you prevent it? Is that what you asked? How do you manage uh, emotional eating? Yes. Um, first of all, awareness. Once you have to know, you have to be able to, uh, because we are uh, creatures of habit. So we do things it's like habitual. You constantly, uh, let's say, if you got stressed out or something happened in your life, um, you don't even realize that you're doing it. You're just grabbing the chocolate or maybe the donut or um, you know whatever that is. First of all, you have to uh, be aware. So for that, you have to spend some time yourself. You have to have downtime. You have to have quiet time. Or, uh, you know, people work with me and then we spend uh, an hour session talking about getting clear, like just asking me being there and holding space and asking questions, um, allow them to reveal a lot of things about themselves that they wouldn't otherwise be aware. So you have to be aware of what's going on and where does it start. And um, I, it's probably easy to say, but a lot of times, uh, you have to realize that's not the solution. Uh, food is not going to help you relieve anxiety or whatever emotional problem. Let's say if people have problem at work, food is not going to um, help that <clears throat> problem, right? It's not going to solve the problem. So you have to actually go and solve the real problem and have that knowledge and the skill to be able to do that. And again, which is why uh, we look at the whole life. So if you uh, um, have a, he a healthy lifestyle in place, you're sleeping well, you're eating well, and you are um, exercising, you're meditating, all of those things, there is a lot less room for that. 
You know what I mean? If your body is nourished and hydrated and you're well rested and you're, um, you know, uh, meditated, the, let's say the night before or every morning. And there's, those are, there are not many negative thoughts that's blocking you all the time. And so that basically you eliminate that and make a lot less room for that. So it's, it's a whole lifestyle you uh, have to live. And also, is there any, uh, thank you, Sherry, that, that's amazing, creating an awareness among, uh, uh, with, with respect to what you eat. So is there a five-day challenge or like UPW family or Tony Robbins family would know, is there a five-day challenge or a one-week challenge with you on emotional eating? Because we all binge eat with Netflix, with the kind of content which we are consuming through digital devices, scrolling through the news feed. So do you do you run any challenge for low health or is there any five day challenge with Sherry or any anything like that for 21 day? Um, yeah, yeah, I have free challenge. I usually do uh, maybe once um, every two months or something like that. And I have free master classes and um, <clears throat> There are many services available. Also, I customize programs for people. So if someone is interested, just reach out and we can um, uh, um, put a plan together. Yeah, customize. awesome. Over to you, Bhairavi. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Um, of course. Thank so, you. So, Sherry, you were talking about uh, holistic health practices, right? So uh, I'd like to know now, um, uh, there are people with comorbidities who are really struggling to face this entire COVID situation. So are there any methods by which people with comorbidities can increase their immunity, you know, to fight COVID, to survive COVID? Yeah. Uh, good question. Yeah, always go back to uh, immunity. You know, you have to take care of yourself. These things are always going to be around, but um, just taking care of yourself. And again, eating real food, whole foods, and exercising, those are the uh, two main things that it's not even negotiable. <laughs> you have to have those things. If you want to have a healthy lifestyle, you want to uh, prevent disease, uh, so you have to uh, you have to do something about it and so those are things um uh, going further there are, uh, there are many things i guess you can do um uh, lots of foods that are specifically for immune system for example turmeric uh ginger those are good you know drinking teas and uh or using with food and things like that. There are oils like oregano oil is um, natural um, antibacterial, things like that. If you, if someone wants to go to the next step and really uh, work on these things. So there are uh, lots of herbs, oils, and things like that that can be used to daily basis um, to increase immunity. Right. And stress, stress is very, very important. Uh, stress is very important uh, cause of lowering immunity. So that has to be taken care of it um, um, as well. Having stress management um, practice in place, um, that would be also uh, very good help. Right. Over to you, Sneha. So my question is like, you, you used to be a nurse and now you're a holistic health coach. Has your definition or your uh, thoughts around health and how to define health, have they changed in any way? And if so, how? Oh, yeah, it changed many, many ways. <laughs> it changed many ways. Good question. Yeah, uh, I, I used to be a nurse and um, actually my father used to send me books about the holistic uh, health and herbs and things like that. And uh, I was very much in, into nursing and taking medicine. Even when I had cold, I would just take Tylenol uh, to speed up the process, get well and go to work. You know, I was following all of those things, uh, but uh, I rarely go to medicine in nowadays. I um, um, take care of everything naturally. Uh, I, uh, first of all, I make sure I eat, drink, uh, all of these things I recommend to everybody. I practice myself. Um, exercise and um, uh, stress management um, the techniques as well, like uh, meditating daily and uh, 
Um, so yeah, my um, approach is naturally. Uh, there were several things actually happened to me in the past as well. Uh, first of all, I was a um, sugar addict myself growing up. I tried all bad diets and I had weight issues myself. Um, so I, I tried all of those things. I was also on medicine called Nexium for acid reflux in my early 30s. Uh, but once I became a health coach, uh, I uh, started eating whole foods, natural, clean food, uh, started cooking. So I ended up not needing medicine ever. So my clients are able to do the same. And so basically my approach is natural first. And thankfully I am, uh, and uh, actually maybe another example I would give you to just prove my point. Also, a um, couple of years later, I got, um, I was just doing too many things in my life. Um, I was committed to several things, building my business and still working in ER and uh, clients and things like that. Uh, I ended up burned out. So I had no energy. I was having migraines. I was gaining weight. I was, uh, my hormones were out of control. So that was also another wake up call for me uh, to stop what I was doing and take care of myself. So I had to put my business on hold just to open up my t uh, open up time for me and uh, created a balance. Uh, I started working out regularly, uh, did yoga, I cleaned up also the um, again um, because I had food food sensitivities. Sometimes that could could be huge issue. Uh, so thankfully, all of those things I mentioned uh, um, disappeared. Uh, it took some time. I worked on it, but um, I got my energy back. I don't have any more migraines. I don't have any issue to maintaining weight. All of those things uh, naturally. I did naturally. So I don't just go to medicine first. I'm not saying there shouldn't be medicine. There should be, but it should be first choice. There are many things that can be done naturally uh, to uh, prevent that. Uh, and uh, if that's the case for some people, uh, it's still okay. Yeah, I'm glad we have medicine. So there should be medicine, but not the first choice. There always needs to be a balance, right? Yes, yes. So, um, Sherry, you were saying that you were juggling multiple things and, uh, you know, I, I came across a post of yours where you, where you were talking about, you know, um, working full time in ER as a nurse and you also had to go back to uh, school. You had to complete your higher education and you were also you also had, you know, your daughter was in college and you had to support her as well. So it must have been a very challenging period for you then. Right. How did you manage? Could you? throw some light upon that phase of your life? Yeah, um, it really was challenging time. I, um, so what happened was um, I, when I, uh, you know, I mentioned I had these several problems. I was having acid issues and gaining weight early. That was in my thirties, of course. And um, being in my career, what I realized was there has to be some other solution. And then I started searching uh, and then when I found the health coaching school, it was basically love at first sight. I knew this is the um, this is what I want, and um, this is exactly what I was looking for. And at that time, I didn't even know anything about coaching, um, so and I wasn't really planning to um, have second career. But I knew that was my passion, so nothing was going to stop me. And um, and I did everything to uh, complete this training, to start my business, and uh, 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 yeah, which is uh, and it was challenging. Uh, I guess it was now looking back, it was difficult, uh, but because uh, I knew that was my passion, and uh, um, once and I know once I set my mind, mind to it, nothing stops me. Uh, so I did it. I completed, uh, and I paid for it sort of uh, because I. Uh, was burned out. I didn't have energy, but I took care of that as well. So everything is learning experience, you know, as long as you learn from it and move on. So I ended up um, helping myself healing naturally and I can do the same for other people. So everything is learning experience. I don't, uh, things like that don't upset me. Even something did not go right in my life. I know that's a learning experience. So I just move on. How did your family support you through this? 
my family is uh, always supportive, so nobody really stops me uh, doing from what I do. Uh, my my kids are big. Uh, they were big at that time when I was changing my career. My son is very much into uh, nutrition way before me, um, so he's always my number one supporter. Uh, yeah, I would always call and share. You know every. Theory I learned, I would be so excited and sharing with him, um, uh, and my daughter as well. You know, um, uh, you know, they're always happy to see me growing, even though in my um, um, I'm older, I'm not younger, but they're happy to see me growing and uh, sort of, I guess, I'm a good example for them. Uh, also, this reminds me of uh, one of your recent birthday postings, uh, probably with your grandkids, I guess. What would your suggestion be for the pandemic parenting? Because as children, we are all addicts to sugar. I don't know how, because of candies, chocolates, cakes, uh, consciously or unconsciously, we always crave for something sweet. My daughter is a huge fan of anything which is sweet. Um, what's your advice to pandemic parenting? Because everybody's at home, the kitchen is always busy. Uh, nobody is conscious of what to eat. When it comes to healthy living, what's your advice to pandemic parenting, Sherry? TV, screens, mobile. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, yeah. So, um, uh, first of all, don't have those food at home. <laughs> don't have those sugary snacks at home. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> uh, buy buy fruit instead. Fruit is sweet as as well. Uh, so fruit has sugar as well. Fruit sugar, but it's way better than let's say um, Kit Kat, Snickers, or whatever that uh, or other Oreos right <laughs> or other uh, processed foods uh, fruit is much better um you have them drink hydrated so many times people start eating um sugar because they're dehydrated people those are like simple things that don't know and uh, be example change your lifestyle yourself and so your children can follow i have many clients who come to me and once their children are a certain age and they're worried, they come to me and they say, I want to learn this. I want to eat better. I want to have healthy lifestyle so I can teach my children as well. And they once they see their children are gaining weight or not eating well or having problems, so that becomes an issue for parents as well. So, yeah, definitely change the whole lifestyle. Uh, one so I do. Um, uh, sorry, just want to say. Yeah, yeah. Might, good, when I good, good. Working with my clients, I give them kitchen clean out. So I tell them, wow. go clean your kitchen, throw out all the cans and boxes and things like that, and then you start a whole new lifestyle. So that's how you start. <laughs> yeah, yes. that reminds me of a pandemic kitchen challenge. It should start from somewhere. Uh, all things cannot be started only by Oprah. Uh, so, so there, there should be um, again um, pandemic kitchen, or we should be very conscious of what we eat, what we are not supposed to eat. Thank you so much. Um, so, you guys can continue. Thank you. Thank you for that insight, Sherry. Sure, absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, so then you must have done so much over the your career so what are the skills that you learned as a nurse that helped you in your new careers yeah. uh the skills uh i don't think if i okay uh no specific skills but the fact that i can pick up uh that they are what their risks are uh because of the way they, they eat the way their uh the lifestyle is so that allows me to see what their risks are. They are going to develop either, let's say, for example, heart disease or their overweight. So it means they are at risk for, uh, they're going to develop diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, all of those things. So having that knowledge and experience uh, allows me to help people prevent so that they don't go that far. And actually, I had um, several clients uh, recently uh, because of that and uh, so they were able to stop taking their blood pressure medicines once we uh, worked together and they had their 
lifestyle. And I did have a client who was very stressed out because turns out she was um, she had high blood pressure uh, because she was stressed out. She wasn't sleeping. Her son wasn't sleeping. She was almost passing out. Um, there were so many things with her, but we changed just a few things. Within a week, she already had amazing results. So by the end of three months, she learned so much and her lifestyle changed. And uh, she was just so grateful to have normal life. That must be scary if you feel like you're going to, um, you, you're almost going to pass out or not sleeping every day. That's uh, stressful. So, um, that's where I guess uh, comes in handy, my nursing skills. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sure. So, so Sherry, in about two weeks' time, uh, I think between May 6th to May 12th, we, we'd be celebrating National Nurses Week, right? So yeah. uh, is there something that you would like to uh, tell your nursing fraternity, you know, the ones who are uh, on the front lines battling COVID? What would you like to say? Yes. Uh, a good question. Yeah, I like to see nurses taking care of themselves because nurses take care of everybody else but themselves. <laughs> and nurses have very high stress level, high stress job. Uh, so everybody's very stressed out. Honestly, everybody's very unhealthy in, in nursing. I am um, happy to say though, I, I'm working with two nurses currently. That makes me happy to see that nurses taking care of themselves. Uh, so it's really important that they care of they take care of themselves and then start taking care of um, others because um, and it, the, the, even the food, you know, because it's stressful mm -hmm. job. There's uh, so many unhealthy food around where uh, we work, you know, nurses work all the time. I see that and uh, it's stressful and they, they just keep working and working and not doing much for themselves. So my number one message for nurses, please take care of yourselves. It's really important to take care of their uh, health. And so we can have them around more. <laughs> and also this reminds me of uh, Mr. President saying, uh, if there are any angels from heaven, it's all the male and female nurses. Uh, that's one of my favorite um short videos which i always use on instagram or on linkedin and facebook and youtube on social media um that's something again thank you so much for all the work which you have done sherry for decades uh again thank you for reminding uh, for everybody to take care of themselves so uh you us a gist of how your shift um changed into becoming um, an entrepreneur or becoming a coach through Love Health. So could you share us the story of how, what made you start Love Health as in lovehealth.com or your business? Uh, because all the nurses out there are struggling in double shifts or 12 to 15 hours a day doing what they love uh, at the same time trying to generate some revenue. So how, how did your journey or how did that shift happen? Uh, yeah, one of the reasons because uh, where I was working and I saw people getting sicker and sicker and I, they were, kept coming back, you know, I saw the same people in the hospital over and over again. So that made me think that these people are not feeling uh, good, that it's not, they're not getting where they are supposed to be. I wasn't fulfilled. I didn't feel fulfilled. Um, I wanted to help people, but I, I didn't feel like I was helping because they kept coming back. So I wanted to do something different and I wanted to help people prevent instead of getting sick and sicker and sicker. And I was just lucky also, uh, I found my passion. And um, so that was it. It didn't take me long to make the decision, <laughs> regardless of what uh, part of life, uh, what stage I was um, in that at that time. So uh, we uh, do always yeah, that's right. Thank you so much. Uh, we do always get our breakthroughs. Uh, and they say that if one door closes, another one opens. So we always have that um, different perspectives of starting a new phase of our career and life. But uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Or do you buy yeah, Absolutely. There's always, you know, if any anyone who's not happy doing what they're doing, there's always solution. There's always something else that can be done or uh, can be done maybe the same job in a different way so um, and also this reminds me like the way you mentioned now uh, if they are not happy about the current job 
it's time to move on. Uh, but again, research and reports show that 87% of people are not happy doing what they love. Uh, I mean, uh, they're not happy doing what they do for a regular job. Everybody wants to do or hustle or everybody wants to post on social media. It's Again, it could be the digital craving, uh, probably the digital scrolls, the likes, comments and shares. Everybody is getting glued to this new face of what Mark Zuckerberg had started or what LinkedIn and what uh, everything through Instagram or LinkedIn um, uh, keeping us. Yeah. So I don't know where the world is going to end another century or um, where we all going to end probably 30, 40, 50 years, 100 years from the online. But lots of kids also because of online gaming, the kind of content which they create. That's again uh, for the nurses week. I would say that uh, uh, the theme for 2021 it's a vision for future healthcare uh, because the global uh, the global COVID-19 pandemic has shown the world that nurses play uh, and they play a major role keeping people uh, healthy. Uh, not only uh, themselves but they take care of the other people first. So thank you so much for everything which you have done, Sherry. Um, again, being an inspiration to all the other nurses out there. Uh, by the way, you can continue. Thank you. I mean, as you guys chat, there are a few thoughts which are hitting me. And like, I don't want to miss on them. That's the reason I'm popping in. But this is amazing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. I love Sherry. So thanks for having me. <laughs> Yeah, we can start a new hashtag saying uh, Sherry shares or uh, share with Sherry, uh, probably like a coffee show or share with Sherry. That's a good one. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, share is a powerful keyword on LinkedIn or Facebook. You hit share, share, share people. We always say, can you please share this? Can you please share this? But this is, this is amazing. Uh, goes well with your name, share with Sherry, because I don't know if you he had seen lives with Rollis. Again, Rollis is one of our influencers too on LinkedIn Lives. Uh, Rollis, if you just uh, put hashtag live with Rollis, you'll find his content. He does lots of lives with all the other influencers on LinkedIn mainly. Uh, live with Rollis. So normally I started up coming up with talk with Raj, like TED Talks. I thought, okay, let's instead of hitting a wall, Let's be somewhere. Uh, let's talk about healthcare staffing and recruitment. And I started talk with Raj, but didn't go, didn't rhyme well. Might sound weird. Probably Sneha should come up with, Bayer uh, should come up with their own shows. But Share with Sherry would be my favorite show if you do it every yeah. week. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Over to you, Bayer. Up, right so this is good so you always be creative and uh, th this is what we were talking about right there is always yeah. something <laughs> it's a great idea just like that probably through brainstorming through discussion uh, so again women are more creative you all three of you can talk for entire day i know that but uh, in the interest of time in the interest of uh, what bhairavi had scheduled and circled and uh, Sneha also has got a couple of questions, but uh, probably it could be the mobile connection, internet connection. Uh, all three of us are in India, but we manage all the operations. Uh, probably take care of everything in the U.S. healthcare space, but we are operational only in the U.S. markets, not in India. But over to you, Bhairavi. Thank you. Uh, I, I have just one last question, Sherry. Um, so um, what, do, what would you say to uh, the men who... Uh, want to change their careers later on in life, you know, mothers who who have spent a good few decades into uh, their professional life and then they suddenly change careers. What advice would you give them? Uh, so people who already changed careers? Would like to change careers. I would like to change. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and again, I uh, believe in having open mind. And um, like Raj mentioned, there is a lot of people who, there are a lot of people who are stuck doing their nine to five job or whatever job, but that causes burnout. That, that um, um, the, the being in toxic environment is very stressful and it's unhealthy. Okay, so that's one of the things also I work with my clients um, that could be a reason, right, to overeat or gain weight if you're not yeah. happy. 
So there is always something. Keep searching. Yep. Coaches are really great um, to work with. And working with if somebody's not sure what they want to do, uh, I am mostly focused on health and wellness. Um, but I have many friends who are business coaches or life coaches or uh, whatever kind of all kinds of different coaches that can uh, help them to find their passion. And if they are not uh, happy with what they do, this has to be something they have some other passion that uh, somewhere else they belong to. Even if it's late stage, uh, middle age or whatever, it doesn't mean um, it doesn't mean much. Um, if you're a gambler, if you're a risk taker, if somebody's entrepreneur, entrepreneurs are always uh, risk takers. So um, you can uh, still succeed. It, it's not about the timing. It's about how committed you are and what you want to do um, in the world. It's about that. I, I would say go for it. If you are want to change career, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, is that you like people like being talking with us today? Yeah. Uh, sorry, did not hear the question again. Sorry. Uh, so, would you like? Is it like? Sorry, like, we loved having you here. We, I hope Okay, uh, I, I think she's asking you how you how, how how did you like being up here? Being a what? I'm sorry. Uh, she's asking you how 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 did you like being here? Okay, um, Sherry, uh, we just we just wanted to know how was your experience for last forty five oh minutes. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, again, it's it's the internet connection or probably uh, mobile data, oh. I would say. But um, uh, what's your experience like being here? Uh, speaking to us for the last 30, 45 minutes. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, amazing, obviously. Thank you for um, inviting me. Thank you for uh, allow allowing me to share. And um, thank you for uh, putting this to get together. I'm sure it's a lot of work. And uh, um, yeah, hopefully uh, the tips I shared is going to be helpful to uh, some people, specifically nurses. And I, I really appreciate you guys. I would say again, thank you for the million dollar idea share with Sherry, uh, which is going to be viral for sure. Oh, probably, <laughs> I, I'm just waiting for. Actually, I'm I'm glad that Bhairavi brought up that question as to what's your advice for moms because uh, they earlier they used to have double jobs, like probably forget about the double income. People used to take care of uh, home and their office. Now they have triple because they are doing schooling, doing home tuitions. They are taking care of the kids. They are doing too many things. Uh, multitasking, uh, again, uh, burning everything. No, no. Again, probably the kitchen challenge or pandemic challenge. Are there any other last, um, like, do you have any, any, any other last message, Sherry? Uh, like, would you like to share anything else with our listeners? Um, yeah, my last message for people would be um, just take care of yourselves. Don't wait. If you have a goal, you want to have more energy, you want to have a healthier lifestyle, eat healthy food, um, improve any area of health, or maybe lose weight and um, whatever you want to work on, um, do it now. Don't wait because waiting does not help and um, just uh, love yourself respect yourself if you don't take care of yourself no one else will take care of you around you right so you got to take care of yourself first really important if you want to um, have quality of life then you you take care of yourself now and look for help if you're not uh, you know, you've been trying things, you haven't been successful, and, um, you know, and then that creates mindset that um, there is no po other possibility. This is not possible or it's not working out, but it's not true. Just because you tried something, it didn't work out, it doesn't mean there is no solution. There are solutions. Ask for help. If you don't know, if you have a goal, you want to get somewhere, you want to get healthy, have better lifestyle, then... Uh, um, ask for help. Look for a coach. 
Yeah, thank you so much, Sherry. In fact, that's that's another great uh, point. We don't take care of ourselves. We always overestimate the other person's fitness levels, other person's exercise, other person's food, and we underestimate our own taking care of our own selves. And we we don't take it seriously until we hit a crisis. That's what I have seen in many people. Unless we unless we hit the wall, I mean, like it's only when we hit the wall we are more serious. It's not. We need to take care of our health, mental health, and physical health, spiritual health. Only when we hit the ICU or when we are in in the bottom of the gravel, it's like we need to do that in every breath we take, or probably in our daily uh, lives. Uh, by the way, uh, do you have any other last piece of pieces of questions, or do you have anything else to ask for? Yeah, I, I just have one thing to say. Sherry, it's, it's been great talking to you. Uh, I find your journey very inspiring personally because I'm a parent too and I also try to you know juggle between following my dreams and parenting in the midst of a pandemic. So very insightful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Sneha. Uh, uh, no, I, I do not have any been uh, yeah, you you've told me about, finally of all the advice my parents give me with it and uh, eating well and all that it's 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 almost been like speaking to an, a parent and it's really really so especially the part where about emotional thing which has been a problem for me really helped uh, I've realized that you said that you know I need to fix the real problem. Uh, it, it, it's 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 a same balance the wall. So yeah, thank you. Oh wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you so much, uh, Sherry, for uh, all your valuable time and thank you for sharing um, uh, your story with us. And for all the listeners out there, if you're watching the replay, um, um, please do share in your feedback. Uh, do share any kind of comments. Uh, you'll be able to catch this also on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. We'll share the recording with you. Uh, Sherry, we'll send you the links again. And uh, we'll keep this engagement going on. We'll keep this conversation or probably the relationship going on, uh, trying to make everybody love their health uh, specifically. So love health is also the core part of love your job, uh, love your work. I mean, love health will... Uh, give an overview of everything. So probably we'll have quarterly discussion or uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again with another um, episode or probably we'll bring another uh, episode to this particular story. And uh, in case if we would want you on a panel, we would request you to please accept that as well um, in the healthcare space. Um, so that would be from my end. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Sherry. Thank you, Bhairavi. Thank you, Sneha. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, guys. All Bye -bye. the best Take for the end of those. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.